Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. Harvey Weinstein back on trial. We'll hear about the Jane Doe's, the witnesses, and everything going on to date in round number two of Weinstein on Trial. This is True Crime Today. Not only a tragedy for the family. It's unfathomable. Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. He then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her end her life. True Crime Today starts now that indeed it does welcome to the program be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts and very soon if not by now you can even uh, get the show commercial free uh through apple podcasts on our channel right there uh and extras and archives and it's uh, all there for you to uh, to binge away on and uh, help keep our program on the air uh it's uh, tony and stacy cole with you on today's episode as we jump into the world Oh, Harvey Weinstein. What's oh. going on? Do we have to talk about him? I know that we, we you know, need material, and this is great material, but the more I read about him, the more disgusted I become. I was going to ask you, what are your favorite points about Harvey Weinstein? If you had to say something good about Harvey Weinstein, what would it be? He's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, he's not all well, that, you know, that, in that, the world that's, assaulting more women. Right. That's I mean, about his setting. Um, but him as a person, what's a good quality of Harvey Weinstein? Uh, another good quality is he's middle age, which means he won't be around for too much longer. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything good to say about this guy. Yeah, no, I don't either. Um, I don't even I, I don't I don't watch enough movies to even tell you what he made. Uh, but uh, I yeah, no, I mean, this guy is just 100% creeptacular. Everywhere you you hear about him, any stories you hear, it's usually the same sort of shit. I mean, this is the guy who, you know, jerked off into a potted plant. Uh, who was that one, Wiz? Who was the potted plant? Remember that? Yeah, um, that was uh, the uh, comedian. Um... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't that was Harvey. That was, uh, you're right, that was Louis C.K., Yes, Louis C.K. My bad on I, I that. I get my masturbators screwed up. Sorry. <laughs> I get my predators confused. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. you know, and none of none of this is funny. I just want to preface it by saying none of this is funny. I laugh because I'm so uncomfortable. I laugh because these are horrible, horrible human beings. And um, I, I think there's nothing else. I mean, other than cry, yeah. um, it's just, I don't know. I mean, the the absurdity of what these people think that they can do, could do, but were able to do for quite a long period of time. And it was, I think, easier to pull off back in, in those days. I remember uh, having a boss that would constantly talk about mm-hmm. his... Uh, charades of 
working in radio and how he would go with this girl and that girl. And then, and it was just so like utterly disrespectful towards women and disgusting the way he would talk about it. Um, I, I was just like, Oh my God, like what the fuck? I mean, I, I can imagine today a, a boss having that conversation with anyone, anyone in a yeah. workplace, but it was just, yeah, it was like oh, yeah, the, the crude things that he would say about people. And this is not the one that we got uh, fired. This was uh, one of our, uh, this was my first one there. Uh, and, and in a lot of ways, Kind of reminds me of Harvey. <laughs> was this a, a boss that I knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, prior to the other sexual predators that they brought in, <laughs> yeah, we've had a few. <laughs> this one wasn't actively preying on anyone in the building, as far as I was aware. This one was married at the time. Um, oh, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But the the stories that he would I would hear about and, and the way that the, he would treat women and a lot of it was because, you know, there was power in the celebrity of whatever city that they were in and on the air. And it was just kind of gross. And maybe I, uh, I, I mean, it is gross. But I, at the time I was looked at as like, why do you feel like that's really, you know, like that's what like. DJs do or then like not me <laughs> sorry like I just I don't know it, it, I think it was a different it was a generational shift in that where well, it was so accepted in, in any form of celebrity and a radio DJ is not a big one but the shit he talked about was oh my god well he thought he was a rock star and yeah he thought that I mean I remember he applied for a car loan and put down his own phone number at work as his way to approve it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when they called, he verified, yeah, you know, this person makes this much per year. So he verified his own financial information for a loan. I, I was in the room when That's, it happened. Is that even legal to do? No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> And I, you know, part of me, I can see the appeal because I'm like, you can do that. Yeah. You know, and, and my, my ears kind of perked up like, oh my God, maybe I could get that Camaro I've always wanted. And then I, you know, the, the rational part of me went, don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dangerous game that, that celebrity can play with you, that you feel like you're invincible. And that's exactly what the Harvey Weinstein situation is. Yeah. People were afraid of his power. Mm -hmm. They were afraid of what he could do to their career if they spoke up. Yeah. And it just, it just exploded and got out of control. Yep. Yeah, it totally did. And, and yeah, I, in the, the pressure that these people were under, um, for to, to, to not speak because it would just totally blacklist them at the time. And it, I get it. I get why a lot of them didn't speak publicly uh, on their own recognizance at that moment. It did take multiple people standing up and finally saying this is messed up. And that one, uh, the model that came in that tried to, uh, that was there for an interview and then Harvey made the advances at it and made that, she went undercover with the tape recorder and caught him on camera or caught him on, on audio uh, harassing her. That's kind of how everything kind of came to, to light was that but yeah when, when if this is your career path and this is one of the most powerful people out there you don't want to be blacklisted the, the the best case scenario is to get away from this person uh and not have any more interactions but if he's going to feel rejected he can also have power to 
get you a job or not get you a job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and we, you and I saw that in person yeah. on a very small scale mm-hmm. um, when, when we had a predator um, yeah. as our boss and, yeah. you know, there are so many women and we've talked about this before, but there are so many women that this man violated, but none of us felt like we could do anything. We knew that yeah. that would be the end of our careers. Had it been, you know, in the Harvey Weinstein thing, that started the Me Too movement. Yeah. But it's a little more reasonable to come forward and say something is happening here and it shouldn't be and I need help. Whereas, you know, what 20 years ago when it happened with um where we were, yeah. we couldn't do it and it took you yeah. stepping forward as a man saying, "Huh, this is bullshit." It was crazy. None of us women could have done it. No, it was it was it, it's and it's so crazy to think that that was that was not that long ago. I mean, I guess 20 years is 20 years, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I look back at it. It didn't seem that long ago. The world. Okay. The world does seem quite a bit different today, <laughs> but in, but in, in a lot of other ways, it doesn't. Um, the, the fact that that was still that accepted. I mean, mm-hmm. I like mad men was out around that time. And we looked at mad men going, yeah. Oh my God, can you believe workplaces used to be like that? Thinking that we were really advanced. And here we are 20 years later going, Oh my God, I can't believe the workplace used to be like that. Yep. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, wow, there really was, you didn't realize what a shift there has been unless you've lived the other version of it. And I, I think there's, there's a, there's an interesting thing there where you have a lot of people too also uh, taking for granted what things are today and how different a lot of things are and not seeing how much progress has been made. Um, I mean, I think some people's heads would explode if they lived 20 years ago in a workplace. Because, uh, I mean, not that it makes any of it right, but it's like, yeah, people put up with a lot of shit. And, and before that, the other 20 years previous, even worse. Oh, but exponentially worse. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm hoping we can get to a place where, first of all, people don't feel that if you are a manager or boss of somebody that that gives you certain rights over their bodies to do certain things. But who knows? I, I'm hoping that every day we're making just a little more progress than we did yesterday. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like we're going backwards, too. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, this uh, first story this is kind of the intro on what's going on with the new Harvey Weinstein trial, because, yes, he did already have one before, but this is his second one. Uh, so <laughs> part two, uh, this is a reporting from CNN uh, five years ago on Harvey Weinstein's alleged sexual abuse. It spurred women to speak publicly about their own experiences with sexual violence in what became known as the Me Too movement. Now in a Los Angeles courtroom, eight women are set to testify in a trial altogether similar with the one that led to Weinstein's landmark conviction two years ago. Weinstein, 70-year-old movie producer, he's pled not guilty to 11 charges based on allegations of sexual assault at Los Angeles hotels between 2004 and 2013. Opening statements in the trial began on Monday. One woman has already testified about her alleged assault, Three more women are expected to testify directly to the charges and four other women are expected to testify as prior bad act witnesses, meaning their testimony isn't directly connected to a charge, but can be considered as prosecutors to try to show Weinstein has a pattern of behavior. 
He was found guilty in New York in 2020 on first-degree criminal sexual uh, sexual act and third-degree rape and was sentenced to 23 years in prison. He has appealed that. Uh, so we'll go through the accusers here in just a moment. It's it's interesting to to see that they're putting up what it, it's called prior bad actors uh, in, in court to testify because that really, it, it gives a lot more ground on the appeal, uh, which if he's found guilty will likely happen. That's how uh, Cosby got out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's the, it's finding a technicality. These are not necessarily, bad actor does not mean that these women's stories are not true or that uh, they there's easily can be debunked. No, it means that some of these are cases where it happened a little bit too long ago to have really any real evidence other than he said, she said, um, and uh, possibly other accusations or other things that they could be looked at and, and used against them in some way, shape, or form. The the way that they tried to smear the first woman that went after Weinstein and tried to portray her as a hooker, uh, yeah. which was not accurate, uh, but... You know, once you say that out there in headlines, she's forever a hooker. Um, that's you know, I I remember that yeah, that piece. I know it's not true, but I remember you that. Google piece. her name. That yeah, gonna come up. Exactly. Um, so, and another thing about this, it's at some point. I mean, he's already in for twenty four years or twenty three years. Um, how old is Harvey? Harvey Weinstein is seventy years old. So. Uh, 80, 90, he'd be 93 if he got out. Is that the hope on this? I mean, it's like you've, you've already really been beaten down. It really, it's pretty clear you've done these things. Now, you may not have thought these things were bad in the moment, because I think a lot of these guys don't think that these things were bad in the moment. And that's how they were able to offend over and over and over and over and over again. If you do something that you feel guilty about or is really you don't, it doesn't tend to be like a, you're going to keep doing this shit. I guess there are compulsions and things of that nature, but I, I think that it was in a culture in a world that this was the norm in so many ways, shapes and forms. And I don't think a lot of people grasp that it doesn't make it right by any means. And it's scary right. as shit that that was the environment, but that was the environment kids at that time. And, and I, I think what's interesting is, you know, you get somebody like him being busted. Uh, any male with power at that point in time, uh, power like that, um, not saying all of them were doing anything, but I bet there's a hell of a lot more people that are just trying to, you know, lay low now for the rest of their life because they don't want some person to speak up and go, hey, remember that? You know, I, there was a job that I worked in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And I'm not going to name the company. The but big city of Eden Prairie. Oh my God. I've always I wanted did, to. Yes. Yeah. Empire. That's where I grew up. Empire State Building is there, right? The Empire State Building? Yeah. In Eden Prairie. No. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> no. But um, it, it was a um, a hard drive company. That's that's all I'm going to say. A hard drive company. What does that even yeah. mean? Oh, like okay, they, they, gonna... made, they made hard drives. Or they sold them. Okay. So I'm gonna say. Okay. I was, I was they like, didn't necessarily make them. I don't know if it was like in, innuendo or something. For, right. 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 Like a hard. This is the clue as to where Stacy worked. 
It dun, was a dun, dun. hard drive. It was drive. many years ago, though. <laughs> okay. This was well before radio. Okay. Um, but I I was in the manager's office, and he was telling me what a great job I had done, and I had streamlined some things. And you know, I was I was fresh out of college. Yeah. Like This was one of my first jobs. And I said, so does that mean that I get a promotion or a raise or anything? He stood up, unzipped his pants, whipped out his penis and said, if you had one of these, I could give you that. Oh, my God. Yep. So here I am, 22 years old, maybe 23. And that is my first experience in the corporate work world. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, obviously, insanely inappropriate, very offensive. Was he insinuating at all that you should do something with it? Or was he just like he was just trying to make a point? He was making a point because (laughs) he felt that I didn't deserve any more money because I was female. Oh, my God. Yep. He he never. I mean, that is a very sexual thing that he did. But you and got- it's extremely offensive and illegal and all of these things. But he never propositioned me or anything. Yeah. He just whipped out his penis and said, you don't have one of these, so you're not getting a raise. So you got to assume you probably weren't the first person that he's done this move on. Oh, like, like, God, no. Um, I think maybe a month later, I, I was talking with a coworker and she had the same thing happen to her. And I remember telling my fiance at the time maybe he was still boyfriend um what happened and he was just mortified and he's like you got to get out of there like yeah but um the you know the pay was decent yeah especially for being my first job out of out of college yeah and that's kind of when i said you know i'm i'm gonna go pursue radio because that's what i want to do yeah and i just i'm not gonna get treated any worse well (laughs) right okay (laughs) Little did you know. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Although, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe any of the people that I, I did. I don't think anyone else exposed themselves to you after that, did they? I've never seen additional penises in the workplace okay. since <laughs> since Minnesota. It's another hot key button right there. I've never seen additional <laughs> workplace penises in the workplace since Minnesota. <laughs> You know, oh. I, I had the um, the creepy manager that you and I worked with that yeah. you know was touchy feely, but yeah. I never got to see his his tiny little penis. Yeah. So I, I call yeah. that a win. I think that is definitely a win. Oh my god! Wow. Well, that's yeah. Do you think that that guy saw anything wrong with what he was doing? Do you think he? No, he did not. Just com- I guarantee it. Yeah, he was in charge. He uh, he he was just floating in money. I don't think he felt that any of that was inappropriate behavior. Yeah, he was in charge. He um, he owned the company. Uh, he didn't feel that any of that was wrong. Yeah. And you know, I my 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 heart dropped into my stomach when it happened, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling incredibly violated. Sure. And scared. But I walked out and continued to do my job. It so at the time it must have felt really par for the course, kind of normal. Yeah. Even though it wasn't. It wasn't, but there was that that level of what males could get away with and do, and it was looked at as like, oh, I, I remember hearing stories 
of a person in radio. It wasn't any station that we worked at, but uh, it was, oh yeah, for a joke uh, that one time uh, those two uh, whipped out their dicks in the newsroom and we're trying to and trying to make everybody laugh or something, and it's like yeah. they they did what? And I never saw this, but I was like, "What are you talking about?" It was, it was so like foreign of like how on earth why why would that be a thing? Yeah, you know. And this shit was you know yeah. It's uh, uh, Jennifer uh, Seibel Newsom. Uh, Weinstein is uh, charged with forcible oral copulation and forcible rape of Jane Doe four between September 1 and uh, September 1st, 2004 and September 30th, 2005. Uh, Jane Doe number four has been identified as Jennifer Seibel Newsom, a filmmaker uh, and the wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom. (gasps) No! Yeah. In a statement, her attorneys confirmed she would be testifying against Weinstein in court. Like any other woman, my client was sexually assaulted by Harvey Weinstein at a purported business meeting that turned out to be a trap, said Beth Began, one of Seibel's Newsom's attorneys. Uh, she intends to testify at the trial to seek some measure of justice for survivors as part of her life's work to improve the lives of women. Seibel Newsom is a Stanford University graduate who's written, directed, and produced several document- documentaries, including Misrepresentation, The Mask You Live In, and The Great American Lie. During her time as California's first partner, Seibel Newsom has advocated for working mothers and launched initiatives focused on closing the gender pay gap, among many others. In opening statements, Prosecutor Paul Thompson said the assault occurred when Sybil Newsom was a powerless actor trying to make her way in Hollywood. Weinstein invited her to discuss her career at the Peninsula Hotel and in a hotel room. He assaulted and raped her, the prosecutor said. Defense attorney Mark uh, Mark Worksman uh, countered that Sybil Newsom had consensual sex with Weinstein because she wanted uh, his help getting roles in producing films. Worksman also said Weinstein donated to two of government of Governor Newsom's political races and that Simon Newsom took her husband to a Weinstein party. She brought her husband to meet and party with the man who raped her. Who does that, he asked. Simon Newsom has written about the incident with Weinstein in vague terms. In October of 2017, just a day after the New York Times published its bombshell report on Weinstein, she wrote an opinion editorial for the Huffington Post saying she believed the report because she had a similar experience with Weinstein. I was naive, new to the industry, and didn't know how to deal with his aggressive advances. Work invitations with a friend late night at the Toronto Film Festival and later an invitation to meet with him alone to talk about a role in in the Peninsula Hotel where staff were present and then all of a sudden disappeared like clockwork, leaving me alone with this extremely powerful and intimidating Hollywood legend, she wrote. Uh, I, 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 wow. I see where the defense is trying to pull up. You know, she brought her husband to meet uh, him at a party. And who does that is, is the question. Uh, I, I guess until you're like in that situation, you won't know. <laughs> Any of us can like speculate and go, well, why the yep. fuck would you do that? But there's there's times when it's a power thing. And, and if you're in a place where, you know, you you have to interact with this person, he was pretty big for quite some time. Yeah. And if you wanted to get some things done, you still would have to cross paths with these people. And if it meant going to a, a dinner or something like that at a party, you know, it's it's not uh, unforeseeable or un, not understandable how, how that could happen. 
Well, and the other thing too, bringing her husband to an event to interact with him could have been a way for her to try to gain back the control Yeah, that, you know what, I've got somebody in my life. You can't do this to me again. That's an interesting, yeah, that's a true you know, point. Yeah. I, I do see that there's, there's a power shift that takes place that, oh, she's not just this single um, woman that I can prey upon. She's got somebody very powerful in her life. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that was a, a power shift for her. Yeah, on the surface, it does seem odd, but I don't think, I don't see anything weird about it other than her going, well, fuck this. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm bringing my husband with me. You know, he can't hurt me again. I am kind of surprised we haven't heard more from her in the past. Well, this was news to me. Yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't know that, that she was part of this. Being someone uh, that is, you know, connected and well-known. I mean, I think her voice in the fight earlier may have been very powerful. Uh, unless maybe she was waiting for her her right time. I mean, timing is everything uh, on some on anything in life. But I guess this too, where maybe if she spoke earlier, there was already enough, or it was felt that there was enough, you know, wind behind it that they didn't need another person at that moment. And when they needed another one, she could jump in. Maybe that's the thought process. I don't know. Yeah, very possible, but just, yeah, you know, it, maybe she's going through her, her own thing right now, too, and yeah. and she just couldn't come forward until yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something you may just want to delay low on and say, you know, yeah, this happened. I, I don't want to be part of the circus, and that's understandable, and you have every right to do that. Uh, another one, uh, Jane Doe number one, Weinstein is charged with forcible oral copulation, sexual penetration by foreign object and forcible rape of uh, Jane Doe 2013 in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, she was a model and an actress who was married, had three children, was living in Italy in 2013. She speaks Russian, Italian, and English, but her English was not very good at the time, she said. She was the first witness to testify in the trial and said she was staying in a hotel for the Los Angeles uh, Italian Film Festival when she got a call that Weinstein wanted to see her. She testified she had met him previously in Rome. He came to her hotel room and tried to rape her, she testified. I wanted to die. It was disgusting. It was humiliating, miserable. I didn't fight, she testified in court. I remember how he was looking in the mirror and he was telling me to look at him. I wish Ew. this never happened to me. Uh, years later, uh, she told her daughter about the assault in an attempt to connect with her about a similar issue, she testified. Jane Doe 1 then went to the police on October 17th, uh, rather October 2017, because she promised her daughter she would, she testified. Uh, so that's uh, that's number one. Jane Doe 2, Weinstein charged with sexual battery uh, by restraint of Jane Doe 2 around February 19th of 2013, Los Angeles. She's a 23-year-old model and aspiring screenwriter who'd been modeling since she was 12. Alleged that uh, she was assaulted during the also during the Italian Film Festival. According to Thompson, she met with Weinstein at a restaurant at the Montage Hotel, and told him she wanted to be a screenwriter. The prosecutor said the meeting then moved to a space upstairs, and Weinstein let her into a bathroom. Another woman shut the door behind Jane Doe number two, she said. Uh, while she was trapped inside with Weinstein, he allegedly undid her dress, groped her, and masturbated, the prosecutor yeah. said. The next day, she went to a pre-scheduled meeting with a Weinstein Company employee and was advised to go on Project Runway, a Weinstein-produced reality TV show. 
Workman, the defense attorney, said in an opening statement that Jane Doe 2 fabricated her story and noted that she met with a Weinstein Company employee the next day. Um, what the fuck is wrong with you? Number one, to be doing any of this, but then it's just the manner in which the these predators do shit. Like, let me take you to the bathroom and then I'm going to do that to myself while you watch or like what, what the hell is going on? It's, it's a weird, I, I think it's an escalation of doing something and never being disciplined for it. And then it gets, it escalates and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And nobody shut this man down ever, ever. I mean, it's just, uh, and then then they're like, well, well, look at this. Then she uh, met with the Weinstein Company the next day. Yeah, it, her career is acting and such. I mean, this, she's traumatized by what just happened. I I would, you'd if you already had a meeting scheduled, you're probably still going to go to your meeting uh, because it could advance your career, and that's what you're going to do. Um, I don't think she went to the group meeting with the Weinstein Company expecting the same thing to happen again. Right. But she probably didn't know what to think or what to do and was fearful of, you know, he could shut her down. And he would have. Yeah. That's the thing. If she had actually come out and said, this happened to me, you know, damn well, she never would have worked again. Yeah. What I'm interested in, too, are who are these people that also hung close to Harvey? Like, who are who's the Ghislaine Maxwell in this story? Who are yeah. these? Because because it's like then a, people shut the door behind him. There's a lot of other people that I think are comparable in in a lot of Harvey Weinstein's antics of knowing what was going on and just like, well, that's what he does, and enabling it, assisting with it in some way, shape, or form. Well, I think anybody who worked with him had to have known. Had to have known. I, I just I don't see how somebody this powerful who. Every move he makes, there's somebody that knows he's made that move, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a document he creates, whether it's a decision he's made. Uh -huh. There are multiple people involved. So I guarantee it, people knew that he was having these private meetings. Like, where's Harvey from two to three today? Yeah. Well, he's at such and such hotel. Doesn't that sound weird to you? Yeah. It should. Yeah, it should. I mean, who would be... <laughs> Exactly. And and the thing is, with a lot of these cases, he assaults the woman. Like in this next one, Jane Doe number three, licensed massage therapist, called in to give him a massage. Uh, she goes to wash her hands. He goes into the bathroom and does the same sort of thing. He, he goes and, and gropes her and then he masturbates. Uh, and then uh, says that she should write a book about uh, being uh, her massage work. And then hooks her up with a deal through the Weinstein Company uh, in their book division. And she did it. She did a book. Um, and she made a deal. Uh, so, I mean, their sex exchange for something of value is what the argument is being made of on the defense. But it's it's insane. To, like, that's, that's your defense? Like, well, she got something out of it. I don't think anybody like ever signs up for that. I mean, you can be intimidated. You can be, and then you'll be violated because it's something you don't want to do. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I guess there probably are there there probably are people who know full well what the fuck they're going to be doing. But that that is difference between going in and trying to seduce something for something, and there's assault where you're there and they're coming after you. That's not what's ha- what's happening here. Is that it's not. I'm going to go and try and seduce this person to get something. It's I'm just here for this meeting. And then I got raped, you know, that, <sighs> that is the fucked up. Weinstein also charged with four counts on Jane Doe five forcible oral copulation and forcible rape between November 3rd and November 9th of 09. Uh, prosecutors did not mention her or her accusations in opening statements of the trial. And neither did the defense. The current status of these charges is not quite clear yet. And the uh, prior bad act witnesses, uh, like in his New York trial, uh, going to be featuring uh, testimony from several witnesses. Four of these witnesses in the case identified by their first name and initial. Each of these women alleged they were assaulted by Weinstein outside of the L.A. jurisdiction. And all the defense argued these witnesses were being used solely to confuse and overwhelm the jury. Uh, Worksman defended Weinstein's actions as part of a uh, casting couch culture at the time, which is pretty mm-hmm. much what it was. Yeah. Each of the, uh, these women came forward great, yeah. um, and they all have stories, and it all sounds like the same sort of shit that he's doing. I, I, it's just kind of one of those, I, I hope the, def- uh, the prosecution uh, proceeds with caution because this is how people get off in appeals. I, I think he'll very likely be found guilty, but he could go and appeal one little technicality on something with one of these people, and boom, the whole thing's thrown out and not to be tried again, even if he did do it, which he obviously has. Um, so that's that's kind of scary. Have you heard that he has petitioned to be not released, but um, meet with a private dentist because he's got some teeth issues? No. Yeah, I was just reading about that. I looked him up. Um, he's got like rotting teeth. He mm-hmm. has cavities and yeah. he says he's in pain every day. And the jail dentist wants to remove those bad teeth. He wants to go to his private dentist um, and pay for it. You know, the taxpayers yeah. will not be paying for it. He yeah. will. Um, but I I haven't seen what the outcome is on that. But I, I just, I don't feel, I don't want him to have any mercy. I don't think she, he should get special privileges. Even if he has the money to pay for it, that doesn't yeah. mean you can just go do it when you're behind bars. They, I mean, they're not being inhumane. They have a dentist there that right. said, "Look, we can do this. It may not be, it. it may not be first class dental work as he's used to, but I'm sorry, you're not living in a first class world anymore. You were behind bars, so you get that sort of treatment. Now you have a little extra money in the commissary, I'm sure, but beyond that, you don't get extra special things. No, you don't." There's uh, another thing out uh, this week. Uh, photos of Harvey Weinstein's deformed genitalia has been shown to the jury and oh! the sex. <laughs> Whenever you can opt out of that, like, hey, guess what? Today, guys, you're going to see Harvey's junk. Uh, this is from the Do New York. Do you know what they mean by um, deformed genitalia? What's wrong with it? I don't know. That's what we're going to get to right now. So we all get to we all get to discover what's wrong with Harvey's dick together. Good. It's from the New York Post. A jury on Harvey Weinstein's Los Angeles sex crimes trial. They were shown photos of the disgraced Hollywood's movie mogul's genitalia on Friday. Images were included in an envelope of other photos and reports presented to the 12-member jury in a private room at Los Angeles Superior Court. 
The array of documents was submitted as an exhibit in Weinstein's trial over the 11 counts of rape. Uh, the convicted pervert's private parts are at the center of the Weinstein uh, trial now. Uh, the disgraced film producer sustained scarring and altercations in his genitalia from a 1999 surgery to rem uh, remedy uh, foreigners' uh, grangi. I don't know. I, I, it's some disease. I don't know how to say it. Prosecutors said doctors removed some of Weinstein's scrotum and placed them into his thighs. The what? surgery. Wait, wait, what? Huh? They removed some of Weinstein's scrotum and placed them into his thighs. I don't know what that even means. So does that mean he's like webbed? <laughs> is it like, it's like a duck down oh there. It's like, it's like that fucking Jurassic Park scene where it's like Harvey pulls down his pants and it's like, <laughs> it all spreads out. <laughs> it's this fucking web of scrotum. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. That surgery caused pretty noticeable scarring. And you'll see the pictures, uh, Deputy District Attorney Paul Thompson said on Monday. That surgery caused pretty noticeable scarring. Uh, okay. Uh, his lawyer grilled the victim Wednesday for supposedly lying about Weinstein testicles and forced her to go into detail on their appearance. The unnamed victim who alleges she was assaulted in 2013 told jurors Weinstein had problems with testicles and that they oh. were part of him. <laughs> <laughs> part of <God>. him. <laughs> I think that that because I, I, I don't know how else you would describe something like that if you're like how do you just, uh, well they're grafted to his leg <laughs> they're part of him the images were presented just one day after a dirty dancing two actress testified that Weinstein masturbated on her face in 2013 while his assistant waited outside a hotel room after after demanding to give him a naked massage. Then 22-year-old said Weinstein shoved her onto the bed, uh, but never saw Weinstein's genitalia. <laughs> um, you know, and aren't they, if we have to view these in court, we being women who've been assaulted by this guy, and I don't mean me, but yeah. I just mean women in general, aren't we like traumatizing them all over again? Um, I, I would, I would say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, although it's it's being shown to the jurors in a private room, so we, we're not we're not showing the victims the pictures again. But you are asking these victims to come up and discuss and talk about what they saw, where they had not seen the photos again. They just have to go from memory that was, uh, you know, brutally scarred into their brains uh, by Harvey Weinstein. God. I'm looking for pictures right now. I just want you to know it's it's going to be an issue in my internet searches now. Forever, You're searching but... for Harvey Weinstein's penis. Yeah, is that the Google Harvey Weinstein's penis? Well, I I, I was you know medical about it. I said genitalia. I, I'd be curious as to what the procedure is and what that. I mean, not necessarily on Harvey, but just what are they? Re I don't because I don't, I can't quite picture how this works i don't not that i want to but i'm like morbidly curious now it's still yeah, like, i am too i i absolutely am and right now all i'm seeing are are the courtroom sketches can you imagine you know, I, I almost, went to art school and this is the shit that you've got to draw did they did a courtroom sketch of that yes oh they did yes they oh did oh my you god can find it i'll online. google it yeah yep pictures oh. of harvey weinstein's 
naked uh, body shown in court after accuser claims he has deformed genitals. Okay, I'm going to at least go to an incognito search on this. Oh, see, I didn't do that. So I'm <laughs> I'm screwed now. <laughs> and I'm not going to get like weird ads. Harvey Weinstein. What is it? Genitalia. Oh, here's the story from New York Post. Genitalia photos shown in court. Uh, oh, no, this is that's yeah. the story I just read. Okay. I, I'm, He's got a very large belly um, in these sketches. Very round, very pro- protruding. So I, I almost feel like you can't see. Um, his wee wee because of his big belly is what I'm looking at, but you can also find it at the sun, um, out of the UK. Oh God. <laughs> there. Okay. The, so the sketches don't, it's not like specifically of it. It's just of him naked. Yeah. It's him naked. Yeah. And it says that they look like they've been amputated and sewn back on. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Well, maybe that's what they did. I don't know. So they're like, they're like attached to his leg. Is that so they <laughs> don't, you know, it reminds me of when, um, like when don't they, they grow things on rats or mice <laughs> to regenerate like things? ears and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Is that what's going on? <laughs> they, they grew these on a rat <laughs> here, Harvey, here's your replacement, uh, testicles. We're going to, we're going to attach them over here to your knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, what happened to so your kneecap gross. there? That's my genitalia. That's my balls. Like, what? Oh. We couldn't put them anywhere else. <laughs> At that point, why didn't you just like? I don't know. I mean, couldn't you do hormones? Or, I don't know. I don't know. I would think you could do something, but I. I mean, can you? So, like, if you're walking and you've got tight pants on, <laughs> does that arouse you then? Because it, you know, it's. Or, or if you put something in your side pocket and your dick is on your thigh, I mean, <laughs> I just I. <laughs> Well, it's not his dick that's on his thigh. It's the, the it's the then, balls right? that are on his side. Oh, so it's the dick wasn't reattached. It was that part that was, I guess, hacked off and then reattached in a really weird way. Oh, God. There you go. Well, we, we've learned far more today on the show than I think we ever wanted to. But, uh, you know, the The more more you know, you know, the more you know, that's what it's all about. Um, Okay, well, that's going to wrap up today's episode (laughs) of True Crime Today (laughs) and uh, all of the exciting, horrible, horrible things to do with uh, Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, My God. Well, okay. until next time uh, for Stacey and all of us at True Crime Today, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks we're for listening. Sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today.